Welcome to Simply Remarkable, created by Remarkable Lay Speakers Bureau. And I'm Sue Falcone, your host for today, CEO and founder of Remarkable. Now, why did we create this show? We created this show for you. And we're so glad you joined us here on the first Friday of a new year, because we want you to know the remarkable talent that we represent and book at all events all over the world. And we wanted you to know them personally, just like we do. And learn some tips on how to be and live remarkable as we are doing. And you never know, you just might find the perfect talent that you've been looking for, for your next event. Or maybe you know someone that is. So welcome today. And our guest is the remarkable Tracy Brown. Now she is the fraud busting body language expert. She's a leader in training companies to build their bottom line by detecting deception. She speaks all over the United States and is a frequent guest on TV. I'm sure you've seen her interpreting the body language of criminals and politicians. Now, uh, sometimes those labels describe the same person. Ever know that, right? She even helps lawyers pick and persuade a jury by using body language. Now, here's a couple of fun facts about Tracy. She's got a deal with Kevin Hard, uh, excuse me, Harrington, one of the sharks from the ABC TV show Shark Tank. And she's a former a member of the U.S. National Cycling Team. Ooh, can't wait to hear about that. And her new book, How to Detect Lies, Fraud, and Identity Theft, is hot off the press. So we're going to talk about that. And you can't miss her dynamic podcast, uh, which is entitled Truth, Lies, and Cover-Ups. So today we're in for some fun. Are you ready? She's going to share with us secrets of exactly how to tell whose pants are on fire. So get your fire extinguisher ready. It's about to get hot on this set today. So welcome, Tracy. We're glad you're here. Hey, thanks for having me, Sue. It's always fun to get to talk to you. I know. I love it. And you're coming to us from where? Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. How much snow do you have? It's on right now? Probably. Well, we had almost a foot about a week ago, and it's kind of hung around. Um, so we got we got a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Do you cycle in the snow? Uh, no, it's too okay. cold, Sue. If it, if it gets below, Sue, I'm old. If it gets below 50, I don't ride. <laughs> All right, okay. Wanted to make sure. Well, everybody grab your coffee or tea, just like we are, and get ready for a great time today. Now, to start off, Tracy, how did you ever get started reading body language and detecting lies? How did that start? Um, well, there's kind of two stories. Uh, the one is the more clinical story. And that is that I'm a, I'm a hypnotist and, uh, an NLP practitioner. And I, and I ended up at, well, and I got really good at, at, at reading my clients, but then I, uh, ended up training along with, um, the FBI and green berets and, um, the people I believe couldn't tell me they were in the CIA. So, um, so I've had this, this real technical training, but it, it was pointed out to me 
a few years ago that I'd been reading body language a long time before I ever thought I was because I used it to win bike races. I, I started to understand that people had their own tells and they were broadcasting exactly what was going to happen next. And, and that's the information that I relied on to, to win. Wow. So you've had a whole episode of that. That's great. That's great to hear that it kind of worked from where you were at and you just developed it. That's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of a cool, uh, cool trajectory. And so, you know, I, I follow what's going to happen next. I never had a plan to be a body language expert, but it turns out um, it's working out. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell that now because you've got some big clients. Now, mm -hmm. who are the biggest clients that you speak to and train about all like this and what, what do they mainly look for? Well, I focus in the financial industry and I, uh, so, so my main clients are uh, financial services, banks, credit unions, uh, insurance, uh, audit. And then um, also I work with sales teams quite a bit because it turns out buyers are liars and getting to the truth with them can help you make a different decision, right? Say the right thing, answer their unspoken questions. Uh, and then I have this little niche in industrial safety investigations. So um, anywhere there's an investigation with a cost to it is, is where I come in. And that's what we've been, uh, when we market you out there, look, the deal is your question to everyone is, <laughs> Do you want to save money? <laughs> well, the question is, it's it's not about do you want to save money? It is, but it's about how much money do you want to lose today? Threats are internal and threats are external. And uh, get, knowing your people, it will, will uh, save you. It, it costs more than any automated security, any software can because the threat is right underneath your nose right next to you they're they're uh mary who's your secretary who's worked for you for 30 years and comes over for thanksgiving dinner uh those are the ones that you need to uh, start to pay attention to differently and knowing your people there's there's no replacement for for that and seeing the signs hidden in plain sight and so that's what i help reveal Wow, that's exciting because you're right. We don't pay attention enough, do we? That's no. kind of what, you know, it's right there. We don't pay attention to it. Well, and that that's my big tagline. You pay attention or you pay with pain, right? And, and the question is like, so you got two choices, Sue. Anybody has two choices. You can hire me, work with me, or you can let people keep lying to you and take take those losses. And so I see, I see my name up on the thing, CSP CVP. What's that, Sue? I don't know what CVP is. I didn't put that in. <laughs> certified virtual presenter. Oh, I'm not certified virtual presenter, <laughs> but, but I will tell you my virtuals, um, uh, I'll, I'll hold people's attention like you wouldn't believe. People compare them to compare it to watching TV and, and some of the shows they see on Netflix and things like that. So, um, while I am not a certified virtual presenter, I'm not going to mislead anyone. Uh, I do have some pretty kick butt virtual programs. Yeah, that's what I do. I, sorry about that. Hey, thanks for. That's okay. We just hey, you know what? We just want to be straight with people because I'm a lie detector. <laughs> we just took that one off, and let me just tell you. Can you see it? You're not going to lie to Tracy. <laughs> not at all. And that is the fun, that is the neat part that uh, thank you 
for making sure because you know what? At Remarkable, that's one of our things that we want to be uh, straight. We want to be ethical. We want to be an integrity. So thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, I just had to check. Right. I didn't know what it was. I was like, Sue, you're making me into something. <laughs> <What is it? laughs> we would never make up things. We would never do that. And see how this works? Audience, we love it. We love your comments. And who's watching us today, we'd love to hear where you're coming to us from. Just put it in the chat so we can see where our audience is at today. Now, what, uh, Tracy, what do you look for? to find a lie uh, and why is body language such an indicator? Okay, so I'm gonna do the second question first. And okay. what happens is when we construct information, when we get into deception, um, we're using a different part of our brain than our memory. And uh, and our brain, get, which is usually on autopilot, right? Recalling information, recalling what happened. Um, it goes haywire with all the things that uh, you have that it has to do to pull this deception off. Okay, for one, there can be anxiety involved. There's not always, but there can be. Um, and, and number two is um, you have to remember the lie. You have to remember um, uh, the 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 true story, right? You and th those two can be in conflict. You have to add time. Lies are not connected to time. Lies are not connected to emotion. So you have to add all of that in. Uh, you also have to under, you're always um, deciding how, how you're being received. So are you safe or not? Do you need to add more? Do you need to ramp things up? And, and so what happens is the body language in, in, in your communication falls off the plate. And uh, deception comes at the intersection, deception detection comes at the intersection of body language, tone, and words. So I'm not just a body language expert, really, I'm a communications expert. It happens to be that body language is the sexiest part of that. And um, because people get people get worried, they're like, oh, I'm on the phone most of the time. Great, no problem. Uh, and, and I even have resources for um, uh, detecting deception in um, like emails and texts and things like that too. So, um, Let's see. And, oh, so, so what you want to look for? So, okay. There's a couple things. The easiest, the easiest thing is uh, to understand that for American people, like nodding your head like this, this means yes, and this means no. And you want to uh, get the understand the discrepancy between the body language and the words. The body can't lie. So you got to believe the body first. Take the words with a grain of salt. So, if someone says, "I would never do that." Do you see the discrepancy there, <laughs> right? Or um, you could ask me anything, right? I had a client do that to me the other day. Uh, you know, it can be veiled in in sweetness, like that is a beautiful baby. <laughs> or uh, Bill Clinton did this to all of us. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, <laughs> like like right there, right? So you can start to see that you well. When people are answering, it's easiest with a direct yes or no question. If if you want to move move past that, and the answers get a little bit longer, you want to start to look at people's baseline. Like there's a way that they normally behave, and then when they get into deception, they will behave differently. Like their movements will be a little bit different. Their pacing uh, of words may be a little bit different. They they may um, their body may. Uh, shut down. It takes six organs to make a sound. And sometimes they'll shut down for a half a second on you. 
in the middle of a very important word that happens to be deceptive. So let's take a look at uh, Sam, Sam Bankman Freed, the FTX founder who's in all this trouble here lately. Well, the, que the big question was, did he take funds from FTX, which were uh, like share uh, account holder funds, and did he loan that money to Alameda, which was his hedge fund, his, his crypto hedge fund, which what that means is, did he commingle funds? And so he got asked by the New York Times, did he commingle funds? And he said, I didn't commingle funds. He didn't say he couldn't say didn't because he did because his mind his his mind and body shut down on him in that because it wasn't truthful so it didn't come out so little things like that things that we want to tend to rationalize away are the most important thing that you can see that you can hear to detect deception and you know it, it'll it'll happen once and you'll see it and you'll rationalize it away don't let it happen again don't let it happen again wow learning a lot here today and we didn't ask you to take notes because you're going to get the rebroadcast back and it's going to be on our youtube channel so you don't have to take notes today you can just listen which is great now let me ask you about identity theft that's a big thing today mm -hmm. is that really a, the same thing as a regular lie or how does identity theft is it is it really the big thing that that we've heard Got it. Okay. So identity theft, uh, you know, we, we think it's um, faceless and evil and all of these things, but I'll tell you what, people do show up impersonating other people and it happens frequently. It happens. I'll tell you where it happens the most. Well, I don't know about the most. I don't know if that's the right word, but where it gets very expensive is at payday loan stores. And so someone walks in with, with an ID that they've crafted together uh, of you or me, Sue. And, and the question is, can they get the money? Cause they'll disappear, right? Payday loan stores have a horrible rate of uh, default, right? And, you know, they, they charge a lot of money, but people just walk out with a check. And that's why they charge those interest rates is to cover like all that that happens. So uh, when someone is, is in the middle of impersonating someone, you do have to look at their baseline. So, so what you got to do, you got to, and you can catch them on how well prepared they are uh, because you got to ask them little questions, right? And this is the same to find anyone's baseline, anyone's baseline. So where'd you grow up? What street did you grow up on? Uh, tell me about your kids. Uh, do you have any dogs, cats, like small talk, right? But you got to be watching them. You can't be looking at your computer and sort of glancing up at them, right? You got to be watching them. And and it sounds kind of silly, but you know who, you know, who's really good at that is um, figure skating judges are really good at that because you'll see them and they don't look down and they take notes and they'll go back and rewrite them later. Right. And that that's a similar, similar way to how the police how will do um, interrogations is they, um, they either uh, will interpret their notes later or they'll film it, right? So they don't miss everything. Because some of these things that we're looking for are as small as uh, a tenth of a second, right? But they can be very telling. Now, um, let's see. Oh, so back to identity theft. So you got to make sure that you get that baseline for people. And then you want to ask some more important questions, like see if see if they're, if they can repeat what's on the ID, right? And does that look different than 
the questions that you just asked them. Now, here's the rub with ID theft and uh, is is that it's it's kind of a tough one to catch. You can do it. It's a tough one to catch because they the, everything may be a lie that they tell you or everything may be the truth. Okay. And, and so, well, I mean, if it's a theft, right, it's, everything's not going to be the truth, but if everything is a lie, then it's going to look pretty congruent. Right. But your job is to get people to slip up, right. Is, is to create a situation of cognitive load that, um, will cause the meltdown. Right. And here's the thing is that there is documentation to back up just about everything. So you may be in any kind of situation, uh, creating a gotcha moment. Like you may need to do that. Most of the time, what it's going to do is create a situation where you can make a different decision, where you can do more research, where you can find the true information. And this is like, this is what I, I coach bankers on, right? Because bankers, have to make a decision on should they do a loan or not, right? And if they're not able to, like, it, and there's always numbers to back it up, right? So did the uh, uh, client or potential client walk in and just decide to double their balance sheet, right? I've heard of that happening uh, and, and to get the loan, right? There's, there's always information to prove otherwise to things. And so it, it's going to tell you where to dig more. So is that helpful? Does that make sense? Great. Because even as business owners and all small business owners, we need to know information about who we're dealing with, even mm -hmm. in our personal lives. Oh we yeah. To, you know, do that too. So I've had several people, I've had several people leave my talks and go home and catch their boyfriend cheating. Several. <laughs> Woo. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's exciting, yeah, but it's, it's a life. <laughs> something they didn't expect. Certainly. And so this is great information. Now you're on TV a lot and mm -hmm. I, I love to see you on TV. And what do you, you've been on some big cases or you've been uh, commenting on big cases, but these are some of the big cases. And what do you notice with these big cases? Uh, that they might have in common or they might have this and these are the big cases the houston astros cheating yeah uh, let's talk about that okay so uh houston astros cheating because i and it's been a little bit on that because it wasn't this world series i think it was one of the last two so they had that big drum that they beat but then uh there was the other guy was it alvarez was his name so i'm sorry some of these run together and so uh he he wouldn't take off his shirt like, and that's what the baseball guys do to celebrate. And he's like, oh, my wife doesn't want me to take off my shirt. Really? Like, so ridiculous answers always, like, it just, they, they never add up, right? So he, because he had a buzzer taped on him. That's that's why he didn't take off his shirt. And he's like, oh, my my wife doesn't want me to do that. Liar. Okay. Now <laughs> <laughs> that one out, didn't you? Now, how about the one, and it's still ongoing, and I think all of us have, 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 track this one and been interested in it mm -hmm. and figure it out the john benet ramsey case john benet ramsey here's what's interesting i'm in boulder uh in john benet's house john benet ramsey's house it's about a mile from me as the crow flies and so um 
it's a big deal. I didn't know how big of a deal that case was until I left town, right? Uh, like, like just on a trip. I'm like, y'all know about John Bonet? I'm like, really? So it's been 30 years, almost 30 years, and maybe 25. Anyway, um, the brother went on Dr. Phil at the 20 year mark, and he he it was a it's a beautiful clip that i show in my keynotes and i have to have a i have to have an hour to do it if you cut me down on my time we can't do it just letting your clients know <laughs> so um they uh he he got asked several questions by dr phil and dr phil okay so dr phil's a very very skilled um, forensic psychologist, very skilled. He's not a joke. He's not just a TV quack guy. Uh, he's, he really knows his stuff. And so he, he knows what he's doing when he's talking to Burke, who is John Monet's brother, who was eight or nine at the time. He asked him, uh, did you, did you, do you remember anything about, or, or no, he said there was a picture of a baseball bat and a flashlight and some pineapple. Do you remember anything about that? And every time he answers one of those questions, his eyes go up, down, cross, and then he answers the question, right? And then, so that's his baseline because he does it three times in a row. And then he gets asked, did you do anything to hurt your sister, John Bonet? And, oh no, no, he said, sorry, I wanna get the quote right. Did you, did you hear anything? That's the big one. And his eyes go really big. And when people's eyes, when you can see the whites of someone's eyes, that says fear, right? He rolls his lips in and he goes, yeah, right? Because Dr. Phil asked a really good question. It wasn't, did you hear anything? Because that gets a yes or no question. What Dr. Phil did was ask a brilliant question, which I would encourage everyone to adopt in here. Do you think you would have heard something? Do you think you would have fill in the blank, right? Because that creates that cognitive load if there's cognitive load to be had. And um, and he goes, yeah, right? But he showed all the signs, fear, and he rolled his lips in. That says he's holding back information. And then Dr. Phil just let it go, right? The next question should be, uh, what would the relationship between JonBenet and whoever did this to her have been like, right? What do you think it would have sounded like? Like all these questions. And because I believe he heard something. I do believe he heard something. Um, and, and it's, it's really clear in the way that we see him answer the questions and we can even hear his voice tighten his voice. He's like, yeah, like a little bit more. So anyway, when you want to see that clip, uh, let's do a keynote. And, uh, what I'll do is step you up along to raise your sensory acuity along the way so that you're paying attention differently than you were 45 minutes before you, you when you sat down for my talk, right? And this is a one-way street. You will never see people the same way again, ever. That's exciting because you can use what we commonly would know something about uh, or have heard mm -hmm. and help us step through it. I love that approach because it makes it so much greater for an audience to, to have that experience. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. My my talks are super interactive. No one will be on their phones. I will guarantee that. And uh, I, I will. T I, I, let me back up. So I was in Nashville this fall for a client and one guy was on his phone and he got mad at me because he was on his phone and he didn't see what I was talking about. And I said, you were on your and that is the only guy I've ever seen on my phone in, in, in all of my years or on his phone and all my years of doing this. And I was like, bud, you're on your phone. You're never going to see what you need to see. So no, we're not repeating that. <laughs> right? 
So all right. That's I, that's hope, I hope he had fun with his emails. Because <laughs> yeah, you have to draw a line somewhere, right? I mean, it has to to to, to get the full episode, to get everything. Well, now, and, and also I can tell you if you want to defraud someone, I know right where he works and who he is. So I'll send you right over because <laughs> he's not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. That's that's fun. But now today there is so much fraud all around. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's just here and we kind of have gotten used to it, you know. But what can we do, people, to protect ourselves from the face-to-face -face fraud that's going on? What can we do? Well, you can do everything I just talked about. <laughs> you can pay attention differently. You can ask more questions. You cannot rationalize things away. If and this is and I just put out this study, Sue, and I know you're going to be sending it out. And and it's um and I have a lot of research in it. Here it is. This is the black and white copy. Um, it's a special report. It's secrets fraudsters don't want you to know in 2023. And what I've done is go to my sources. Uh, for research. Um, some of them include the uh, uh, Society for Certified Fraud Examiners or Association of Certified Fraud Examiners, also the Better Business Bureau. But then um, I talk to all kinds of fraudsters on my podcast. Uh, everyone who will talk to me, I will talk to them because I want to find out what they're doing. And uh, some of them have gone over to the good side. Some of them not so much. So yeah, there's, there's a, there's some shady people <laughs> that I end up talking to. Um, but I've put it all in this report on how to, how to beat the fraudsters. Here's the deal. The better business bureau says, and I'm looking for this. It's on page, um, page 10 of this report. And don't worry, it's not heavy reading, right? But there's, there's heavy information in it. Um, the the number one thing you got to do is um is is trust your gut is trust your gut because every fraudster that i've talked to and like i said the better business bureau backs me up on this every one of them knew something was wrong and rationalized it away every single one of them and the signs are hidden right there right and we're just not used to looking for the signs and we're used to uh supporting a narrative that that we want to see right which is everything's fine and so um that's what you can do that's the easiest thing to do and i'll teach you the science to back that up to the science that causes your gut to give you that feeling great i will that will be um remarkable speakers bureau always puts out a free gift every month so that will be coming as our free gift to you so be looking for that and we will promote it to you out there so you'll know that you can get that report from tracy that's wonderful now can you believe it i mean 30 minutes can go crazy it's fast, Sue. <laughs> it goes fast you know it's like wow where did it go but we are so grateful to have you here today Tracy, to show us all that is available, we just have to want to see it. what's in front of us. That's mm -hmm. all we have to do. And you are the expert on this. And we've got information on here how you can have Tracy at your next event. Or do you want her for training? Or do you want her to come and consult? You know, we, we welcome you to contact us and we'll be glad to help you with all your needs from her because she is a treasure in our world today that we really need to take advantage of. And so in closing, one last question, Tracy, what are you going to do today to be remarkable? 
Oh, I'm going out cross country skiing right now, Sue. As soon as we hang up, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And we've got the snow right there, right? You don't have to be concerned about it. All right. Would you like to join Tracy? I'm sorry. I, I I'll come and watch you. Okay. I'm not a skier, but hey, I love seeing people ski and and being uh, energetic there. So she goes out there, and you never know what she'll find out there skiing. You never know. The next thoughts. But we thank you again for being with us today. And she does have a free gift for you that she's offering. All you have to do is to go to her to her bodylanguagetrainer.com. And it's a free report on how to use body language to detect lies. So you won't want to miss that one. And then we've got the free gift coming soon. So you'll be able to do this. Now, we hope that you will join us next week, next Friday. January 13th, when we will have the remarkable Bill Staten. Now, he's an international keynote speaker, innovation and creativity expert. He's a TEDx speaker with over a quarter of a million views on his latest TEDx. And he's a 29-time Emmy Award winner. Now, you won't want to miss Bill. And Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you won't miss an episode of our show because all of them are on there in case you forgot or want to go back and see this one of all the information that Tracy shared. You can see that with us and we wish for you a remarkable weekend and we will see you next Friday. Again, thanks again, for, uh, Tracy. Have a great weekend. Bye.